0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where Billy and I tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was birthdays. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And we are so happy to have you guys back. We are at the quarter century mark now. This is number 25. I believe so. The silver anniversary of our podcast. We talked about this once before. We did. Yes. Certain things go to certain anniversaries. Correspond with certain particular anniversaries. And 25 is silver. I think 25 is silver. I could be. Second place. I think yeah, I think twenty five. Sec- you yeah. still get the second that's place medal. Just second, yeah, exactly. What do you have to do to get a gold medal in I this country? I think be together forever. I think forever got is it. the anniversary. Okay, yeah, but twenty five is silver. I can't believe we made it here. I can't believe it. Right, because we get along, and this is really fun for us. We really just we. This is what we said. We said we want to just set out to just do it. Yeah, we don't have big plans or that's big right. goals. We just want to do it. And as long as it's fun, we'll keep doing it. I'm having maximum fun. It seems to be more fun as we go on. We've received a lot of emails from people. And um, one of the cool emails we got, and please keep... keep them coming no joke pod at gmail.com it's so awesome to interact with you guys um somebody said that it's very clear how much we respect and admire one another oh that's really nice to hear and i think that a lot of shows not just podcasts but television shows and even espn had this whole embrace debate thing yeah where it's usually two people who don't agree their right. job is to simply not agree because that's what keeps conversations going just be combative That's not our style. That's We're not combative. And it's cool for that to be recognized. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like even when we do have things that we quote unquote disagree about. Right. um, Yeah. There's a mutual respect and admiration. Right. And I feel like we love each other unconditionally. There's a brotherhood here. Listen. Listen. Yeah. That's when somebody uh, emailed us and really requested. And I think they've done it once before that we do a show about improv. Oh, yeah. The topic of improv. That's cool. Or how to write sketches. Sure. Because there are a few things that we've done a lot of, but that is actually one of them. We're experts in almost nothing, but sketch comedy might be something that we're in the realm right. of at least a uh, like a black belt version of right. that. Right. And what's paramount in that training is listening. You got to listen. Like to be a good scene partner, you have to listen to what the other person's saying. It can't just be you bulldozing through a conversation. Exactly. I wasn't listening. Would you say, Bill? We're joking. We're having a fun time, and we're joking. It's no joke, but there's a lot of LOLs. <laughs> so many. I do want to just say, just to give our listeners, and they'll see this in the photo. That we post, but you are wearing an amazing Michael Jordan basketball jersey yes. right now. Yeah, really impressive. I mean, it's both stylish, uh, aesthetically pleasing, but it's also functional and practical because it is approximately 655 degrees here in Los Angeles. I'm no scientist, <laughs> but it's the hottest day <laughs> ever. Yes, <laughs> So it's the hottest day yet. Yes. Yeah. Um, 98 degrees. The band. Oh baby, the Liches. I'll give you a dollar if you can name one of their songs right now. Oh man, 98 degrees. Uh, oh, to two. two. Uh, Baby Comeback? No, uh, uh, that's not even close. Not even close. Who's I... Baby Comeback? Baby Comeback was, I don't know, that's one of Smitty's favorite songs. Dun, 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 dun. That's like a Michael McDonald. you exactly. and I'm just so lost with uh, you. 98 Degrees Wishes, that was one of their songs. They had a song called I Do, but like I do cherish you. I do cherish you. That's exactly right. And then what? That was one of them. Oh, can you sing the next line? I can't. You know what song they did with Mariah Carey? Which one? And maybe somebody else, like Babyface or someone. Yeah. Thank God I found you, I was lost without you. Do you huh. know no, this no, song? No, I Adam. Don't oh my God, I'm stuck <laughs> singing it, but it is a nice melody. <laughs> the, okay. the Lachey brothers. Yes, uh, Nick was obviously the alpha of the group. Clearly, uh, he was married to Jessica Simpson at the time, and now I think is with I can't remember her name, mm. but you know she's a celebrity. I bet you a dollar that. To name a 98 Degree song, you should bet me a dollar to see if I know Nick Lachey's brother's name. Yeah, but the thing is, Billy, I'm walking right into a trap because I, know. I know you know. Okay, Billy, I bet you 100 American cents okay. that you can't name Nick Lachey's brother also not, co-98 degree his yeah. name. You're right. I can't. You can't? I can't. Tie game. Drew Lachey. and i hate to tell you i'm a hundred percent right i hate to tell you that wow (laughs) did drew wear the backwards hat in the group only ever yeah the backward i feel like they were the jacked pop group they were jacked, man. They were jacked, and that we, was kind of their thing. They were and like Nick Lachey, would like particularly was jacked. And last night we were watching the game and goofing about barbed wire tattoos. And I think Nick Lachey may have may have America's most famous barbed wire bicep tattoo. He once, uh, what did he do? He had the Honeymooners. Was that the show on MTV Honeymoon? Well, yeah, it was with him and Jessica Simpson. It was right. Like, that was the beginning of the Jessica Simpson Nick Lachey. I mean, that was like that was really popular when right. we were in tenth or eleventh grade. Yeah. Kind of the beginning of like the celeb, not the beginning, but one of the first sort of big celebrity, whatever, real life couples. They were on the TV. jacked pop group. They were jacked as hell, dude. Yeah. Ninety eight degrees. Yeah. And it's about ninety eight degrees. Uh, we wish it were ninety eight degrees here in Los Angeles. It's quite literally hundred and four. Yes, seriously, yes. it is literally that. Very quickly, calling cards of the pop groups of the nineties. Yeah. Um, what do you think the in sync calling card was? Song and like dance, like like, real dance they could dance very well? I feel like they were the best group dancers. Okay. And yeah. I feel like they had straight up the star with the highest ceiling. I, mean, okay. I feel like Justin Timberlake, was, it was just like, he was kind of undeniable. Like, he was like the Beyonce of the boy band world. He yep. was... In my opinion, I yes. just perceived him to be the great, the most profound individual talent. Then the Backstreet Boys, what was their calling what card? What was their calling card? First? They were the first ones. First? That, that was definitely part they of it. They were larger than life. They were larger than life? They would write songs when Backstreet was back. <sighs> It's like where, where had you been here? I want it that way was kind of that a was banger. a great song. That was like it was. It's funny to think back that like some adult contemporary pop song was a banger in I, '97. I want it that way. I want it that way. Which Tell me why ain't nothing but a. That's one I of mean, my. That's a, that's a, like a almost a scientifically perfect pop song. Correct. Yes. Correct. Maybe we've mentioned this on the podcast, but I know that when we talked about Beyonce, you mentioned your time at Columbia Records when you were an intern. Yes. But I also know that you were big into. Obviously, you are still big into music, but those... You told me this once. Yeah. That all of those 90s boy band songs from NSYNC to the uh, Backstreet Boys to Britney Spears, Christina yeah. Aguilera, et cetera, like, all those songs were, like, were worked to such a science that they were all basically, like, 2 minute 50 to 3 minute 03. Yes. Like, there was such a, a specific range of what the how the songs were constructed. Correct. And that really revealed itself when I was a DJ, a roller skating DJ, because I had the, like, radio collection. I've mentioned this in other podcasts. Yes. But it just shows that, like, there's literally, like our attention, like 13-year-old like to 18-year-old people's attention is like mm-hmm. this long, and if you want to like win it, it's, it has to be that long There's quite literally A musical science yeah, to Yeah it. it's a factory Yeah it is a factory Yeah um, And that actually uh, Is a nice segue Into our topic for today Because I'm sure That when you are A DJ at Hot Skates Yes You probably DJed Many 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 Different birthday parties Pizza and hot dogs Pizza and dogs Yes Today we are going to Talk about birthdays Right Not to be selfish It is my Adam's birthday This week You guys are listening To this on Friday It was my birthday On Tuesday So selfish So I'm, I'm that a is very undeniable. Selfish man <laughs> <laughs> um, But it's funny because you are a person who likes to deflect attention I, or you don't or, an instinct of mine yeah, yeah or you don't want uh, everyone you don't want the spotlight on you at all times Not so much so i imagine that to a certain extent birthdays can be a bit of a uh you'd, would you prefer it to be a regular day another day on the calendar I, or do you welcome the attention no i don't welcome. i i unwelcome the attention is unwelcome <laughs> <laughs> i diswelcome it uh, and uh, a part of me does wish that it was any other day. And Why? I think that 364 days a year, and then when the day itself comes, I'm always glad that Maggie or you or a friend just, like, bullied me into getting people together at a bar. This right. year it was Farron. Our right. mutual friend, Farron. So it's a no-joke podcast. This is the first act, and in that we like to talk about our first experiences with the subject. Today's mm-hmm. subject is birthdays. What were your birthday parties like growing up in Voorheesville, New York? Was Were they usually backyard birthday parties or fun big, zone? Big to all of the above. I okay. think you nailed it. The two major genres of suburban birthday parties Correct. backyard and fun zone fun zone yeah uh, we def I mean like look ages like zero through six it was in the backyard we got a kiddie pool we got mom makes cupcakes what else do you need you're a baby you know what I mean it's like you're you're sated you're satisfied we would invite my family enough sugar that's enough just keep the kids running that's it until until they, they fall down at 430 and then it's adult time yes um, so those are my 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 youth birthday parties one was at my local gymnastics uh, gym where that's there was fun. a foam pit and there was you could do somersaults and cartwheels, et cetera. Give me a foam pit, you got a happy kid. Even as an adult, like, I would take an adult foam pit. It's fun to fall when it's safe. Okay. We don't get to fall enough. That's why we enjoy pools, because you could just fall it is fun to fall when you feel like <laughs> it, trust falls are fun when you know you can yeah. trust the person catching you then you're like can't talk right now i gotta fall i gotta fall right now so that was a big that was like maybe birthday party i want to say fifth or sixth birthday it was at uh, Yuri's gymnastics gym in albany new york sure that was a big one russian uh, russian or yeah i guess the russians really have the lockdown of the gymnastics world sure thank you yeah uh, who was i thanking just that i wonder i think bella caroli yes and russia great mother <laughs> russia in general uh so that was uh, some of my early birthday parties right a lot uh, lot of invites? Was it a, or would it just be like the kids in the neighborhood? It was like kids in the neighborhood and like my parents like four couple friends and their kids who were right. my age. So you had a lot what age are we talking about? what you would have parent crossover at most of your birthday parties growing up? Um I mean the first few, of course, because as an infant I wasn't making too many friends. Right. So it was really it was their buddies and and their children. Right, right. Uh, yeah. but once we got to like fo- I mean, the socialization, I feel like school. Right. school age. Right. Now I have my own friends. Thirteen years old. What is your birthday party like in thirteen? Thirteen. That was probably gonna be at a batting cage. That oh, was that yeah. that was at Grand Slam batting cages, to your point, a fun zone. Yep. And it wasn't just a batting cage. This is obviously if we're familiar with Americana, it's a batting cage and there's the crazy backboard hoop challenge and oh. there's arcade and there's a driving range. It's Fun zone. Yeah. We a just fun zone. we talked in our last uh two episodes ago about loud places and we talked about Dave and Busters. <laughs> yes, exactly. All of the above. Yes. It was all there. Yes. Did you what were your first sort of early birthday parties like? And your birthday my birthday's is di- literally the first day of summer, the summer solstice, so like outdoors is a big part of it. Right. Your birthday is December three. Yes. So that's sort of a different climate vibe. Different climate vibe. Mm-hmm. I remember my first birthday party. Um Chris Smith from the Harvard sailing team grew up next door to me as little, little little kids. And I remember one of the games that my mom had set up. She had set up a little carnival in the basement or at least a game station. Cool. And one of the games was throw these pennies in this pot. (laughs) Great! That Super. literally set me up for a life of take two objects and turn it <laughs> yeah. into a game. Throw this blank. It's like Mad Libs, but if, for fun activities. If you've ever played Can Jam, it's not that different than telling a five-year-old to pick up this penny and throw it in that little metal pot. Take this Frisbee, throw it in the garbage can. Same thing. Same deal. 20 years later, I'm still playing Can Jam. Yes! I'm not, so I remember doing that around 13. Yeah, I think it was probably arcades. Yeah. But I can't really place exactly. Like I didn't have like a go-to. Yeah. 13 is kind of a weird age for birthday parties for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I guess in school, you know, one thing I uh, learned, my girlfriend was born in August. And what that meant for her growing up is that she never got to celebrate the in-class birthday party. That was a big deal. So that's a bummer for kids who are born in summer months. So then, which was me, because my birthday was always at the very, very tail end of the school year, if not like literally the last day of school, the day after the last day of school. So people are not just celebrating you; they're celebrating the end of school. So it's like we there's a lot of cheering going on around your birthday, and there's mixed feelings around that because your birthday gets conflated with the end, last day of school, like beginning of summer vacation. So like your birthday sort of gets glommed onto this general euphoria. But you don't a part of you doesn't even me who resists birthdays. You don't want general euphoria. You want very specific you centric euphoria uh, your birthday. That's <laughs> one, true. one does. That's one true. does. That's so that's what happens. You just want kind of want the attention for yourself. And again, I'm one does. I particularly don't. I do. You do. Yeah. I'm of into course. It. Come on. There's something nice about just getting a little sneaky attention one day of the year. It's true. And it's also fun to just feel like I imagine that I can like selectively drop in it's my birthday today. To the right stranger And probably get a little treat You get a hug You get like Free coffee Exactly Right It works Yeah Have you ever told someone It was your birthday When it wasn't to get a treat No Because that's not The kind of lies I (laughs) like to tell That's a karmically bad lie That crosses a line for you You need to tell lies That don't matter To anyone or anything Exactly Just the most meaningless lies Are the best lies to tell Once you start trying to lie For personal gain You start turning into Some sort of crooked politician I agree with you Not my game I'm with you Um, That's the first act Great. We were discussing what might be an appropriate song to play um, on a birthday yeah. episode. And then we immediately both thought of that Simpsons episode. You know the one. Where Michael Jackson, R.I.P., come on, sings a little song to a little girl. Lisa Simpson. So we're gonna play that song and we'll be right back with the second act of the No Joke Podcast. Enjoy the Simpsons. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day. You gave me the gift of a little sister And I'm proud of you today Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa I wish you love and goodwill I wish you praise and joy I wish you better than your heart and your first kiss from a boy This science, your birthday
1: That was an excerpt from the television program, The Simpsons, starring pop icon Michael Jackson singing Happy Birthday to Lisa. The Simpsons. Is that new? The Simpsons uh, *The Simpsons* is a brand new animated television show okay. uh, on the Fox television network. Fox. Is that new? Fox is a brand new television network that's going to be on your television box. Television uh, box. Uh, that te- is... I have one of those. You have one of those. You Very pro- big. Yep. Yep. Humongous. You it's, got it. It's about a, maybe a four foot by four foot cube. I think you know... No, that might be your air conditioner. Right. It's freezing cold. No. that's your air conditioner we'll talk about this offline you put food inside of it nope that's a fridge but again we can we can clear this up icicles inside everything's kind of frosted and ice that's the tv yes exactly okay so i'll check it out check it out man um now billy you had you've had some pretty amazing birthday parties as an adult yeah um a couple of which have been karate parties let's go (laughs) we've talked about this once before have we but let's go Oh, okay cool we can well It was just like one of my favorite all-time favorite birthday parties that has ever happened was that Billy, and it was, of course, your brainchild, was to have essentially like a stretching martial arts time as your birthday party. Much like the listeners of this, the No Joke Podcast, I am a big fan of Adam Lustig. Oh, Bill. When I learned that he is a black belt in karate, (laughs) I said, how can I exploit that for a pseudo 45-minute performance slash friend interaction ceremony on my birthday? And so I said, Adam, will you lead a karate birthday party? And Adam said, never had I been so honored to use a skill that was lying so dormant inside me uh, for so long. Our friends like to, we've grown out of partying hard. Now we like to party sincerely. We like to party sincerely, unauthentically, and eccentrically. Yes. So it's the second act of the No Joke Podcast. How do we currently celebrate our birthdays? That's right. One particularly great birthday party that we Mm -hmm. had recently Mm -hmm. was Rebecca Delgado Smith, another Mm -hmm. member of Harvard sailing team. Mm Mm-hmm. She had a bachelor theme or a bachelorette? bachelorette theme birthday party. Okay. Can you walk us through? Were you there, Adam? I was definitely there. You must uh, Maggie and I arrived a little bit late, but she essentially, our friend Rebecca, is a dear, dear bachelorette fan. Again, 90-10 sincere ironic, as all bachelorette fans are, I think. But she loves the structure of people competing yeah. for her hand. And in, heart. And heart. Right. So she had sort of set up the party that we were all basically essentially contestants. All of the birthday party guests were contestants to compete for her friendship. Her 20 best friends were yeah. competing for her best friendship That's of right. the night. That's right. That's right. Yes. Uh, and there was competitions where somebody, a group had to sing a song to her, write a poem This is the her. bit that I missed. I was late for this, so okay. maybe you can speak to this. Um, well, yeah. you had to write a song or a yeah. poem, and you needed to rehearse it, and <laughs> she is a woman who likes people who take care in the process and uh, rehearse their thing and give you a nice, solid show. Yes. Our group did. Yes. We A lot of us won her heart and the rose. Yes. Um, I'm not positive, but who won the last rose? I was gonna say wasn't it you i think it was (laughs) all our 30 best friends including her husband who may have been hosting yes i think bill got the final rose we will circle back with rebecca about this but in my memory it was you bill i'm (laughs) blushing like it was (laughs) me But that is a good example of how seriously, for some reason, we take birthday parties. Here's another great one, courtesy of, of the very same Rebecca Delgado Smith. Go. The year previous, her birthday party was a fully thought out and premeditated full mock trial. Oh, yeah. That was her birthday party, I want to say, from the previous year. Okay. Was a, was an actual mock trial in which her and her husband, our dear friend Chris, yes. wrote out the sort of conceived of this crime that had happened, this murder story, sort Again, of wove this tale. 20 people are invited, 25 people are invited, and if you're invited, you are there to participate. We're taking it seriously. You walk in the front door and they give you your previously determined role. You get your dossier. And uh, what you know, your point of view in the case. Exactly. There is the prosecution and there is the defense. That's There's right. All players involved. Somebody who didn't want to participate, who was a good artist, was became the sketch artist. Julian, genius. Yes. The same guy who plugs his ears when we go to birthday parties in Big Bear. Because we're loud. We've mentioned him before. Yes. That was another example of us being utterly sincere to our benefit so, so, and, and like and that was like a three hour eve that mock trial the trial itself was like uh, was like in uh, in real time like three and a half hours of an event of a mock trial right it was proper trial time i've said sincerely about 19 <laughs> times but in this just the second act yeah but it's true earnest that we don't rush through it if we're there we're there to live exactly. in exactly we go to big bear which is a mountain in town in california right Maybe once or twice a year, usually around your and Chris's birthdays. Yeah, we make sort of an excursion out of it. Yeah, yes, we did it as Maggie threw it for you as a surprise once, and that was so much fun. It was really amazing. That Harvard sailing team and Harvard sailing team extended. Yes. Now it goes we cook a lot of food. And yeah. It's just a huge powwow in a massive cabin mansion. It's the best. Yeah, it's really phenomenal. And we have since – we did the first couple times we went, we went without a plan. We knew we'd go to a lake for a minute. Yeah. We would celebrate your guy's birthday. We'd make a dinner. We have since decided that since the hours are so limited there, we need to section off what activities we're doing. And this is for a birthday party. <laughs> yes, like... What activities we're doing when and who is leading the activity so that they can take a month in advance to make sure that the activity is well-led and well-experienced. Our friend Clayton led a very involved, intricate – and again, not to use the the, the buzzword of the episode, but – Sincere wine tasting yes. For us last time He that provided was the, the wine event. He provided the I think he provided The placemats That had <laughs> circles Like printed on them For varieties of wine Legitimate glasses Legitimate wine tasting From an actual expert Clayton is basically A sommelier Right So that was like Event number one We went on a very long hike Led by one Chris, Wendelkin Chris Wendelkin. and Another friend of ours A friend of the uh, Football podcast Victor Victoria On the HeadGum football podcast And a sincerely Great outdoorsman yes. yes He led us on a long hike That culminated on a big rock That was amazing And then Rebecca Becca, the woman of the act. Yes. And Marina, I think, uh, collaborated on a Zumba class, a 30-minute Zumba class that we all spread out over the course of a living room, a huge living room. And I didn't really have enough room for myself, so I was tucked behind a bar. Mm -hmm. And they started doing these dance routines, and we were all having so much fun. And then they started doing punch routines, and I punched a lemonade stand 14 feet off the bar, (laughs) and it shattered. And it shattered against a wall. A lemonade stand. Glass. Oh, Bill. So much glass. Happy birthday <laughs> Happy birthday Billy has given himself The nickname Spilly Scafiri Because you spill stuff sometimes. Yeah And like we both do But it works The pun works best For your name obviously Yeah it's, it's, it's pun name first It's pun name first Right Exactly um, It's your birthday tomorrow It is my birthday tomorrow This will have come out Three days after the fact Yeah Are you celebrating in any way I think I might just gather uh, Some folks at a bar Honestly And like I said Farron Another dear friend of ours Farron Right Who is a big party initiator And she is Where I sort of uh, Kind of cringe away From birthdays Farron leans in okay she leans into the birthday yes um she has been she she tossed me a suggestion of some cool place that i I would like us all to gather very low-key yeah again i I do sort of uh birthdays i I feel who are you doing this for if we go to the bar tomorrow are you doing it for you or are you doing it for the people around you to make them off the hook for knowing how to at least celebrate. You. It would be so falsely humble for me, like, well, I'm just doing it for you, my friend, to give you the <laughs> opportunity true. to celebrate oh, me. I-, I know you've wanted to celebrate me all year, and I thought I would deign to give you the opportunity to oh, do I so. Set you in a trap? I'm sorry. No, no, no way. But it's fully for me. Yeah. Obviously, it's right. Of right. course. I get some I, presents, maybe. Come on. Free well, drinks. I still want to see all my friends. Right. And when it's your birthday, you get to make the invite list. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? If you want to get rid of the lames, no one's no one's going to tell you you can't. Exactly. Right. Exactly. What are you going to do for your birthday this year? It's six months away. It's six months. We shouldn't be even talking about it yet. No. That's crazy. But um, I've been lucky that a uh, Giants, New York Giants football. Monday Night Football game has landed on my birthday like two of the last three years, which takes me so off the hook because my sweet spot, my happy spot is either a couch or a bar stool with a Giants football game, a New York Giants football game in front of me. So if my friends want to know the authentic Billy... Come experience what I want to experience. Exactly. And right. by, like, by the virtue of the fact that it's December 3, we're looking at like week 16 or 17. That game means something. Yeah, unless you're a Giants fan because lately it meant that it doesn't mean anything. Ooh, that right. could be the case as but well. That was, that was a little punch in the gut. A little giants. punch in the Giants. Um, my beloved Maggie had her 30th birthday party. Um, speaking of unconventional birthday parties. This is a big one. <laughs> Take your time. Um, she <clears throat> decided for her 30th birthday party, uh, we rented out this sort of strange, amorphous studio space that is one of these, like, very popular in Los Angeles, sort of a malleable, li- quite literally, just like a space. Right. That can be used for anything movie shoots or commercial shoots. Or for your mind's eye, it's about a 25 foot by 15 foot cement. Square room. Yes. Yes. Okay. Window Uh, windowless room. It was a windowless room. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and Maggie had the notion that um, so we 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 went in there. We took plastic wrap and we covered all of the walls and the floor and the ceiling of this little stone room. Yeah. Uh, we took the whole night before, she- just the two of us, she and I, like really worked our ass off to like cover all this stuff. Crime scene, plastic, crime scene, everywhere. plastic. Exactly. Yeah. Her mother, Ruth, um, made literally eight, maybe eighty to ninety cakes. Stop. Cakes. That's real number. Made probably like uh, this might be slight hyperbole, but I mean, uh, again, I just mean like over the course of the three days previous, she was just like baking all these cakes, not frosting them, just like shitty cakes. Whatever. I was there. There was at least eighty to ninety cakes. Shit ton of cakes. Uh, we bought a bunch of cupcakes. People brought their own cakes, and we established what was essentially... Essentially, a cake war room for a massive food fight. Mm. This was Maggie's big idea. Yes. So all the guests, of which you were one, came and we had Tyvek suits for everybody. They dressed head to toe in this Tyvek suits with those like little nur- hospital nurse booties on, mm-hmm. goggles. The whole nine. We are now the room. We are now covered in plastic. Exactly. Uh, and we had funny, just little stuff set up, like we had slingshots for mini muffins that you could fire at each other. Right. We had cans of whipped cream on the wall that you could just like take off and fire. Right. Of, like point and shoot. Well, you're saying slingshots and fire. Why are all these cakes in this room? So we could throw them at each other, yeah, exclusively. So we yes. could throw them at each other. For Maggie's in- food fight thirty. For Maggie's birthday food party. fight thirtieth birthday party. And when I say that it took probably like thirty six hours, not even counting all the man all the time and the manpower that Ruth used to bake all those cakes. And how beautiful! <laughs> yes. It's like put aside how insanely beautiful. This was the closest thing I'll ever come to entering Wonka. Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. was. it was cakes hanging from the wall. Yes. Cakes you had to jump to grab off the ceiling. Yes, exactly. Cakes Everywhere We we used like a clothing rack And we took all the clothes out And we put little shelves in And we put cakes on those So you could It was like a little mobile Ammunition station It was so All of that You scored When it went down It was scored by Tchaikovsky <laughs> Yeah that's right It was like orchestral Yeah we blasted some Very uh, clockwork orangey Sort of like blasted Some classical music in there And in the first few seconds Not to keep shouting out Rebecca Rebecca got pegged in the face With a mini muffin Slingshot by Ruth Yes Right in the between the eyes Within five seconds So ten minutes go by And the room is destroyed there's Destroyed. food everywhere And I was talking to Rebecca And I was like Did you have fun? And I'm amped And she's like Yeah but I got hit With this little muffin And it was by someone With a slingshot yes. And I was like Oh that's like Kind of cold blooded To hit someone in the head With a muffin from a slingshot Ten minutes later I'm talking to Ruth Your girlfriend's mother <laughs> Correct. And I was like Did you have fun? She's like Yeah I stayed in the corner With the slingshot And hit Rebecca <laughs> It was it, it was really, really, really beautiful. It really came together perfectly. And before people push back, sorry to interrupt you, oh. but before anyone pushes back and says that's an enormous waste of food, their food needs to be consumed correctly. It's Definitely a waste of food for sure. Sometimes fantasies require sacrifice. <sighs> you know what I mean? You have to, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs and you can't have a 30th birthday party without wasting 90s of cakes. We weren't throwing vegetables no. at one another. This was sugar. 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 That would have done more damage inside of us than outside. We're doing a favor to the youth of America by wasting exactly. it on sugar. Exactly come on. Yes. Also, there was a box that was uh, attached to the ceiling. The box had mini muffins in it. Yes. There was a string that you would pull the string, and the mini muffins would cascade down. That was the idea. Yes. Unfortunately, that string broke halfway through the party. Correct. So towards the end of this food fight, Billy led a charge of angry villagers to essentially remove this box of mini muffins from the ceiling by poking it with... Well, somebody said, there's muffins up there. (laughs) There's muffins up there. And the British are coming. The British are coming. And there was a box duct Taped to the ceiling about 15 feet up, and literally that's my dream come true. <laughs> there's a box on a ceiling, and there's no way of getting it with your but you have to get it, but there's no way of getting and it. And there you know that there are muffins in there. But someone just said there's muffins up there. <laughs> and when he said that, I looked up and then I screamed, There's muffins up there! <laughs> and I took a table that had previously housed many cakes, and I ripped the tablecloth off, picked the table up like a baseball bat. Truly. Like a long folding table, like, a picnic table. Like a Herculean feet of strength. And whacked that Box off the ceiling and the muffins rained down like Valhalla. Truly like Valhalla. People stood underneath this box and just rejoiced in the muffins <laughs> that ran down. We were like all jacked up on sugar and food fighting and just like the joy of all of us, like fifty of us being cramped in the small room, and then Billy, you really took it to another level. Yeah. You knocked the shit out of that box with that table. There you knocked were, it down with a huge table. There were muffins up there. There were muffins up there, we had to get them. I'm gonna just throw this out there, Adam. Do it. We're ready for the second act break. Okay. Um why not we played genuine a couple weeks ago oh man it was a big hit we just talked about a cake fight is it crazy to play tyrese sweet lady please i mean what kind of lady is maggie a if sweet, not sweet sweet lady so maggie this is for you we love you maggie and uh enjoy tyrese oh,
0: give it- you so damn fine And I heard that You were taken no, That I don't have to stop You were making it. Late night phone calls oh. On the telephone oh. Find your fantasies Not a it.
1: That was Sweet Lady by Tyrese, who, unlike the clowns in 98 Degrees, No Disrespect Laché, was a genuine hottie boom body. What a guy. Tyrese didn't wear a shirt. He never needed to. We didn't want him to. There was that model... Tyson Beckford, Backford, big time. And he was Tyrese. He was like so handsome. It was crazy. It was like rude. And then Tyrese showed up and you're like, hold up!" But him though. Yeah. And they were like, they had the same vibe yeah. to them. They were just like empirically gorgeous men. We're 33, 34 years old. We are. Which meant that we watched MTV in the 90s. Yep. And there was like MTV Spring Break. Oh yeah. And shows Seaside like that. Heights, New Jersey. Exactly. <laughs> and I remember a big moment in my life is watching that show. And Tyrese went on a jet ski <laughs> and he came back and he lost his chain. And I bet, and I'm just going to toss this out there to any other listener who's between the ages of, call it 30 to 37, (laughs) if you watched MTV in the 90s. Let us know. Email nojokepod at gmail.com and let us know if you remember when Tyrese lost his chain. Okay. Hashtag Tyrese's chain. He went you know on a jet us ski let us with know. a chain, came back, didn't have a chain, and it was almost just like end of episode ultimate cliffhanger. <laughs> that was the cliffhanger. It was stressful. Where's Tyrese's chain? Stressful. it's true super stressful. Yes. He was incredible, though. Would you spend a lot of Tyrese at hot skates? Was, that, like, was that a... He didn't have a lot of uh, like up-tempo songs, you know, and it's tough because he had like sensual, sexy songs, which isn't exactly a suburban white roller skating rink. I mean, like the ballad songs wouldn't be that. Yes. You know what I mean? Sweet lady. Even for couple skates? It's just a little too sexual. It is a little 13-year-old. You almost need to stick with, like, the basics, like, My Heart Will Go On by Celine, Celine Dion. Dion. It's, like, not even a full love song where she's not celebrating someone. It's like, you just died, but the melody, it's just safe enough for the white kids of America. PG. Just keep it PG. That was 2004, but I'm not lying. Exactly. We're just going to go Celine Dion, safe bet. No C- parents will complain. No parents. The parents will say thank you. But you better believe that DJ Tanner wanted to drop some sweet lady. Well, obviously, that's what's in your heart. Let the kids know. Let the kids know. But now we are a podcast. Podcast, and no one can tell me who to, what songs to play. There Learn are no it. parents in here. You don't tell me how to run a feast. <laughs> you do not tell me <laughs> how, to, how run to run a run feast. feast. Yeah. Oh, but man. please, email nojokepod at gmail.com and let us know if you remember when Tyrese lost his chain. Please do. Also, we say it every show, gotta say it again, iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe, please. You guys have been doing it and it goes a really long way. If you've written something, we have definitely read it. Absolutely. So there's no real way for us to write back on that message board, but just know that that is just, a good, just as good, if not, better away way than emailing nojokepod at gmail.com it means a ton to us when you leave these comments on itunes and let us know how you feel we try and respond however we can also follow us on twitter at no joke yep. we got something on twitter out a major development we asked for something and you delivered majorly yes uh what episode was it where we made the request loud places oh obviously of course yep we asked well we mentioned how harvard selling team always uses bare naked ladies one week it's been one week since you looked at me mm-hmm because it's such a weird song and such a striking beginning to that song. Very striking and strange. We made a request. What was it, Adam? Uh, we said, if anyone's out there and wants to put together a 10-hour consecutive loop yes. of just, yet yeah, span, yet yeah, span, yet span, and we sort of said it as a joke, obviously. To a of, certain To extent. a certain degree. Yes. However. No joke. Our friend, Ben Jackson. Go. Out there in the universe. At Timid Dimwit. Our favorite Timid Dimwit came through in the clutch and made a full 10 our loop mix yes. of it's Ben. It happened. Bare naked loopies unlocked. <laughs> it happened. It's Ben Jackson. It's Ben Jackson who did that for us, and we're so grateful. It's Ben Jackson. We <laughs> promised that we would give them some sort of, we would hook them up with something. Yeah. We need to figure out what the appropriate gift back to Ben Jackson is. I agree. It might be like uh, Bare Naked Ladies on vinyl. That's a little obvious. We can brainstorm together. We'll brainstorm. We'll brainstorm. But thank you. S- Go onto YouTube and just look up Bare Naked Loopies. It's there. It's there. If you're looking to have a seizure, exactly. it, check it out. Just put it on the background of your seizure. It's perfect seizure music. Yes. Just. <laughs> and if you're waiting for one and you want to kind of speed it Incite up. Incite it? Yes. Perfect seizure inciting thing. Yes. Absolutely. Bare Naked Loopies. Mm-hmm. But yes, we do. We have gotten emails from listeners, and it is so gratifying. Um, you know, We know, theoretically, that you're out there. It's just nice to see this sort of tangible feedback that you guys give us. So thank you, and continue to do so, please. Correct. Yeah. It's the third act. We are, you're turning 33? 33, the Christ age. Oh, Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Okay. Yes. Do you get more excited as well? We've already uh, kind of. Do you get? I guess the question is, do you get even less excited about birthdays as they, as you get older? Yeah, I do. Really? I do get less excited. I mean, do you like, have any sort of ceremony that you do? Like, do you always go out to dinner? Do you ever, like, do some sort of small celebratory thing, a breakfast? When I was, again, when I was growing up and when I was a kid, my parents would take me to Chi Chi's. Chi Chi's. I'm like, was, Chi was, like, uh, was it Chi Chi's? Yes. It okay. was Chi Chi's. Like some chain restaurant. That was, like, the default birthday place to got go it. to. So that was as close to we ever really got it to, a, like, a. And tradition okay so that's the precedent sent yes it's not a big ceremony at all yeah just uh we love you yeah nothing uh and again i know that we this is sort of well-tread territory in this podcast too but like gifts were never a thing i'm not great at giving them i'm not great at getting them like gifts were it wasn't really about that that wasn't really part of it you know what could be a fun thing that i could see plausibly happening when we turn 50 i'm curious or so chris smith his birthday again harvard selling teams chris smith is June 20th today? Your birthday is June 21st, Correct. and we usually piggyback those things yeah. and celebrate you guys together. Convenient. I remember there was a couple of years ago when Tom Hanks and Ron Howard and a few other guys <laughs> decided that they were going to go see like half of the baseball stadiums <laughs> oh, cool. in America. One of those like total, like soft midlife crisis. Yeah. Things. Or just like midlife earned it <laughs> Just like a midlife earned it. Yeah, exactly. And I could see in terms of future birthdays, especially with Chris being such a big baseball yeah. fan as he is. Doing that Let's go see the other half The ones that Ron Howard and Tom Hanks didn't see Yeah Yeah Let's just complete the circle We should see which ones they did And do one more <laughs> One more right. Just one Give Plus us th- the Diamondbacks Yes Yeah yeah Give us the Oscar <laughs> give us the oscar yeah i would love like a, a year-long birthday ro- not year long but just like a yeah. long extended like birthday road trip Right. i love that is there any way of like what do you like do you like water parks that's a summer act love water parks is yeah is that a crazy idea no it's to, not to a crazy ask your idea. friends to do that one year for your no birthday? i don't think that's crazy at all i would love to do something like that again i'm not opposed to like celebrating my own birthday obviously i'm not a monster right it's just i'm not gonna go out of my way to like really organize a cool awesome thing in my honor i respect I that. i just wouldn't do that we are probably away from starting families. So yep. these are the last few years That's true. where we can really just do what we want. I guess you're right about that. Yeah. I guess you're right. Maybe, Maybe I'll, I mean, tomorrow I'll probably just settle in, honestly, if I think about it, have a coffee, put on my bare-naked loopies and have a seizure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank we, you, it's Ban Jackson. You know, I know it's the third act and we should be talking about what's about to happen. Right. But what just recently happened a few years ago was I had a field day for my birthday Now this party. was outstanding. Can't talk about birthdays with at least, without mentioning this. Yeah. So we had about, so now I Live in Los Angeles. Yep. So just being a December birthday means no, nothing. Nothing. Every day is an outdoor day in Los exactly. Angeles. So I got Marina and I got about 30 to 40 of my closest friends uh, with the understanding that we were going to have a field day where we were going to play a few games against one another. That's the best. Proper competition. Yeah. So not just for fun, for wins and losses. Yeah. I bought a 50-foot rope a giant rope which feels great in your trunk how everyone should open up their trunk and see a 50 foot rope. and i was at home depot um no that's craigslist 40 miles away 50 foot rope ten dollars holy crap and you drove to get it there was just something about needing to meet this person this (laughs) couple they i I emailed them and i was just like what's the deal with the rope and they sent me so many pictures and they were so helpful that i was just like we now have this rope relationship (laughs) I need to meet you i need to buy this rope this is the spiritual correct rope for my birthday party (laughs) love it So we did tug of war, but the kind of main event, and we wanted to do a a, like NFL challenge where we'd throw footballs through hula hoops, accuracy challenge, et cetera, all sorts of games. Yep. But we played one specific game, steal the bacon. Yeah. And if you don't know what steal the bacon is, basically it's a big field split in half Mm -hmm. and there is a kind of a flag or something in either end zone. Mm -hmm. And you need to basically run and get that flag without getting tagged and then run back without getting tagged. Yes. You have successfully stole some bacon. You stole that bacon. However, we didn't have bacon. Adam, do you remember what we used as targets? Six-inch from Subway, six-inch chicken teriyaki sandwich. Sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Six-inch sweet onion chicken teriyaki sandwich from Subway Incorporated. So capture the bacon became, steal the bacon became, steal the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. Which was quickly shortened to steal that yaki. That you were the ref. You had a bum ankle. Yes, we I gave you. I'm... We gave you a whistle. We gave you a megaphone and yep. a hat, an yep. NFL hat, and you called it. I embraced my role. As and the you one. were screaming into a megaphone for I'd say upwards of ten to twelve minutes. Capture that yaki! <laughs> capture that yaki! And it was so funny to hear that go from a joke to people sincerely trying to strategize on the field. Like if you go left, I'll get the yaki. If you go, and this is all to try and capture a six-inch sweet onion chicken teriyaki. My team got it. I got it and I ran back and my team jumped on me, not like a pylon. They didn't really jump on me. They jumped on the yaki. They jumped on the sweet onion chicken teriyaki and they tore it open like savages. And I know that word gets thrown around a lot on the internet, but like literally before there was an internet, these, what's, this is what savages did. They They tore apart like vultures and I just saw yaki flying in the air. (laughs) Like it was New Year's. And I was just again, like Valhalla yaki raining down. And I just Why are our birthdays filled with food raining Raining down on us? us? It always culminates in food raining. Mini muffins, yaki, that food comes down on us. As long as it's your birthday, there will be food (laughs) raining down on you, not even eaten. What is our problem? What is our problem? That is a really good, maybe an exploration for another podcast. What is our problem? I think that basically is the spirit of this episode and every podcast. What's our problem? What is our problem? What is going on with us? Because that's par for the course. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's like a standard birthday party for us. No big whoop. Yeah. No big whoop here yeah no big whoop no big whoop that's another number 25 in the books bill congratulations Congratulations on uh, our silver podcast silver anniversary yeah wow i might get you a fork or a knife to celebrate or something most importantly my takeaway from the episode adam if you remember that Tyrese lost his chain on MTV. Let us know. Nojokepod at gmail.com. That should be a community. Please. I, don't leave me on this island. That Billy can't be on that island. Right. The same island that Therese was on. Therese. Tyrese. <laughs> Therese. Tyrese when he lost his chain. That's a bad island to be on. Let yes. us know. That is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Skifuri. I am Adam Lustig. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.
0: That was a HeadGum Podcast.